You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you once again. And here we are, folks. The Bills sit at 3-0 following the 35-32 victory over the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday. You know, you take a look back at this one, and I'm, I'm sitting here shaking my head just a little bit because um, there were so many things that had me surprised in Sunday's game, right? I mean, the Bills go up 28-3, to and I'm thinking, man, I thought this was going to be a really tight game, and here we are on, you know, midway through the third quarter with a 25-point lead, and, you know, can the Bills just put the clamps on this and coast to victory? Then, of course, Jared Goff, led by head coach Sean McVay and his offense, comes storming back, and I'm thinking to myself, good gosh, this is one of those historic collapses that we're literally going to be talking about forever, right? When you talk about bad losses, this one is going to find itself near the top of the list. And then one more chapter to the disbelief, Josh Allen leads the Bills down the field, pass interference call, goes the Buffalo Bills way on fourth and nine and then finding Tyler Croft in the end zone with just a little bit of time left. It is just um, one of those where as a Bills fan, right, you're not used to winning these games. You're used to having those crushing defeats or getting out to a hot start or whatever it may be. And it's just, uh, again, disbelief is the term I keep using. I guess when we continue to see the play from Josh Allen, I shouldn't be too surprised. But you know, like most Bills fans, we've been a little bit scarred over the years and you just get yourself to a point where you just, uh, you know, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. You don't want to get too optimistic. You don't want to be going too crazy with this, but a good victory for the Bills over the undefeated Los Angeles Rams on Sunday. And today's episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings really just going to take a closer look at the numbers, right? I mean, a lot of times when I watch the games, I try not to get too much into the statistics, um, I think sometimes they could be a little bit misleading, right, depending on what's going on on the field. But as we take a look at it today, I mean, I think you go forward and look at some of these guys, you know, from this standpoint, you just see to yourself like, okay, let's just have a conversation about how, you know, the Bills performed, look at some of the stats and see what really stands out to us. So obviously the thing that stands out the most, Josh Allen, 24 completions on 33 attempts for 311 yards passing. Um, 9.4 yards per attempt, four touchdowns, and I'm using air quotes here when I say an interception because I'm, I still don't really know what that was that took place with Tyler Croft and how that could be deemed an interception or a fumble or a strip or whatever. I'm not even going to get into that today because you know what? The Bills won, and I'm going to focus on the positive. But, you know, for Allen, really just, again, you know, continuing with that progression – um, of course, right, like the, the most important thing, leading the drive late in the game to give the Bills the victory, finding Tyler Croft in the end zone. I mean, that is what truly stands out. But with that, right, I mean, you just look at it, the completion percentage again, 
over 300 yards again. And I know we said that's not a, a number that you're going to look at too much or put too much stock into, but here the Bills are three games into the season. Josh Allen over 300 yards passing each game. And of course, the four touchdown passes. Now, Allen also got a little bit of work done on his feet, right, with four carries, only for eight yards. Um, the Rams did a pretty good job of bottling him up, but Allen did have the touchdown uh, run early in the game to the right that, uh, you know, again, for the Bills, you see him as that weapon in the red zone, especially without Zach Moss playing yesterday. Um, so again, right, he passed for four touchdowns, ran for one. Um, overall, a pretty solid day for uh, quarterback Josh Allen. Um, uh, another guy, when you talk about just having a productive day, Devin Singletary. And we knew Singletary was going to get the majority of the touches. Um, he had 13 carries for 71 yards, an average of 5.5 yards per carry. Um, in many ways, I thought the Bills could have given the ball to Singletary even a little bit more. Right in the second half, Just uh, you've got someone running at about 5.5 yards per clip. Keep giving him the ball. Devin Singletary with a great game for the Bills yesterday, not just on the ground, but through the air as he did have four receptions for 50 yards, right? So for him, 121 yards receiving in the big win over the Rams. Um, also, you know, making some some noise, I guess you could say, with his legs. TJ Yeldon um, active on Sunday in place of Zach Moss. Um, three carries for 18 yards, right? Six yards per carry, um, a big third first down pickup. For Yeldon, and you see him as someone that can be effective. I mean, sometimes on Sundays, I would love to see the Bills um, have Yeldon active with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. Um, I was surprised that he did not do anything in the passing game, but limited snaps for him. And again, the way Devin Singletary was playing, I don't think anyone's complaining too much there. When you take a look at the receiving game, right, it was um, John Brown. We, we knew that he was on the injury report this week, didn't seem too concerned about him playing, um, clearly did not seem to be himself, two targets in the first half, no catches, um, and then was ruled out for the remainder of the game. Now, again, you think back to 2019, if John Brown is ruled out of the game, you're like, oh man, the Bills are going to struggle with the other guys that they have. Not the case on Sunday. Um, you saw other guys stepping up in the passing game um, in the absence of Brown. And, you know, I guess you could say some unsung heroes um, from that standpoint. Yeah, Stefan Diggs had four catches for 49 yards and a touchdown. We knew that was a matchup we were keeping an eye on with Jalen Ramsey. Um, he actually had two touchdown catches in the uh, in the first quarter that were both nullified. One that was ruled hit the ground, the other nullified by penalty. Um, but a productive day for Stefan Diggs, obviously drawing a lot of attention in the huge touchdown catch that he had from Allen. But then you look at the other guys that really stepped up in the passing game and three that really stand out. I mean, number one, Cole Beasley, two weeks in a row making huge catches at a huge time, locking in with Josh Allen, six receptions for 100 yards, Critical first down on third and 22 on that final drive of the game. Just love to see um, the production from Cole Beasley as that continues with him week in and week out. The rookie, fourth-round pick, Gabriel Davis, four receptions for 81 yards. All of that taking place in the first half. Um, a a sideline toe drag for 39 yards where he hooked up with Allen. Just great body control, great concentration. 
continue to uh, to be optimistic of what you can see from Davis. Although he did not have any receptions in the second half, he did draw the big pass interference call on fourth and nine in the red zone. Um, and finally, the last receiver that I would really highlight Tyler Croft. Um, and we knew with Dawson Knox being ruled out that Croft would have an opportunity uh, to produce. Um, actually talked about it in our Four Downs article earlier in the week on buffalorumblings.com. Croft got targeted five times, four receptions for 24 yards, but two touchdown catches. And again, none bigger than on that final drive of the game, Josh Allen putting the trust in his big target dropping the ball in where really only Croft could make the catch and uh, an, an acrobatic catch to say the least, right? For him really just going up and, and high pointing that and just coming down with it again, a credit to Allen for putting the trust in him, but for Croft, great body control and, uh, and bringing that catch in. So, you know, from that standpoint, when you look at the statistics, those are really the pieces that stand out. Um, certainly less to talk about on the defensive side of the ball. And you say that because when you give up 32 points, you do not force any punts from the Los Angeles Rams. I can only imagine what head coach Sean McDermott might be thinking with his defense at this time. And as you go through with it, at least statistically, right, not a ton of highlights from this standpoint. Um, Jordan Poyer with 14 total tackles, 11 for Taron Johnson, including two tackles for loss. Um, Johnson in coverage, right, having some issues his, uh, his support in the run game and being a surefire tackler is one thing, um, but the Bills certainly have to figure some pieces out there. Micah Hyde also had nine tackles, Add did Levi Wallace. Wallace also a big interception in the first half. Um, again, when you think back in this close game, it was good to see a bit of a bounce back for Levi. Um, Matt Milano also had eight tackles. I know there was some question if he would be playing or not. Milano did have one of the sacks for the Bills as well as a tackle for loss. Um, another guy in the stat sheet you just look at, Tremaine Edmonds, five tackles, did not look like himself on Sunday. I wonder if he rushed things back just a little bit as we hear from Coach Sean McDermott uh, later this week. We'll be curious what uh, his status will be heading into Sunday's matchup against the Las Vegas Raiders. I almost said Los Angeles, but I caught myself there. But um, aside from that, really one other piece I think to note on the defensive stat sheet, um, it was A.J. Epinesa, the second-round pick, um, chasing down Jared Goff for his first NFL sack. You know, Epinesa has been an interesting piece of the conversation when it comes to the Buffalo Bills and, you know, him being inactive in week one against the Jets, doing, you know, playing a little bit against the Dolphins in week two. But uh, but here, right, getting the uh, getting the call against the Rams and, and coming up with a sack, uh, albeit early in the game. But when you look at someone like Epinesa not getting that training camp, having to adjust, um, obviously plenty of upside for the rookie out of Iowa and getting that first NFL sack, you know, for any defensive player is certainly a big moment for them. You know, as you go through with all of this, you talk about the defense. I mean, you certainly find yourself, I guess, a little bit concerned, right, just with the how they've struggled these past couple of weeks. And, you know, you looked at things from, you know, last time and you were just like, gosh, well, last week, I mean, against the Dolphins, no Matt Milano, no Tremaine Edmonds. You're thinking to yourself, okay, well, that's understandable without these guys. You know, then they're back in the lineup yesterday, but for the Bills not to force any punts on defense. Um, and a credit to Sean McVay, Jared Goff, Daryl Henderson, um, Robert Woods, 
you know, you just you look at their offense, and it's it's not that the Bills were going against a, a bad football team on Sunday. Um, quite the contrary with that. But as you go through with these pieces, it's just one of those with the defense. Um, I'd have to say if, you know, I am a little bit worried, I guess you would say from that standpoint, but um, we will certainly see if they can get things right against the Raiders on Sunday. Um, Another piece that stands out, and this goes a bit away from the stats, but I think as you look at some of the snap counts and and guys that were in, um, the Buffalo Bills certainly shuffling some things along the offensive line. And I say that as Brian Winters was the starter at right guard on Sunday, played 100% of the snaps, um, and Cody Ford played at left guard, playing 100% of the snaps. And I talked with Bruce Exclusive last week. Uh, you probably caught me on his show a bit while he was away on vacation. But really with that, there was the question of, you know, are the Bills looking to move Cody Ford to left guard so Feliciano can come back and play right guard? And Feliciano's got some flexibility. I mean, part of me thought, well, Ford will just stay on the right, and then maybe Feliciano will go play the left. But for whatever reason, the Bills have certainly been moving things around. We know that there was um, some time where they did some shifting against the Dolphins. But Quentin Spain, um, granted, he got a a relatively sizable contract this offseason, did not play on, on Sunday. And as you look at that and you look at just the rotation and what's taking place from this standpoint, it's really just interesting to me that, um, you know, the Bills making some of these shuffles right now. I'll be curious to see what takes place for them heading into the game against the Raiders. Will they go at the same lineup that they had on Sunday? Is there a chance that Feliciano is back? Um, of course, it's a little bit too early to tell, but I will be curious to get your thoughts. So not just as it relates to some of the stats that we shared before, but taking a look at some of the pieces as it relates to the offensive line. Um, finally, and I, I've got just a, a little bit of additional analysis before I've got to go as it relates to Josh Allen. And this comes from Yards Per Pass on Twitter, and you should be following him, at Yards Per Pass. And he just has here Josh Allen's ranks in passing stats. And since we were talking about statistics, I figured it would be something you guys would want to see. So um, as we take a look at things, right, completions, He has 81 completions on the season. That puts him third in the league. 114 attempts, which is the fifth most in the league. Completion percentage, 71.1%, which is just crazy when you think about that as it relates to Josh Allen and any narrative that was out there for him before. That puts him at number seven in the NFL. Touchdown passes, he's got 10. That puts him at number two. Only one interception, that's tied for seventh. Um, 1,038 passing yards through three games. That's second in the NFL. His uh, quarterback rating is 124.8, which puts him at three. And his QBR is 88.7, which is also number three in the league. And uh, finally, wins with three. That puts him at the number one spot in the NFL the Buffalo Bills sitting at 3-0. and So I always appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, Love the feedback at any time, right at buffalorumblings.com, on Twitter, at Anthemarino. Um, the Buffalo Bills, here we are, sitting at 3-0 and at this point, getting ready to take on the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday. Still plenty of time and updates. You know, Let's hear more about the uh, injuries and what's taking place with Deion Dawkins, John Brown. Had some other guys kind of banged up. I'm curious to hear what's going to happen with the offensive line. Is John Feliciano going to come back? So much to follow, so much to look forward to. That's why you need to keep coming to buffalorumblings.com and why you need to hit that subscribe button so you can get 
all of our great shows here, right? We've got the Buff Hub. We've got Jamie D and Big Newt, Believe, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, the Bruce Exclusive, and of course, Circling the Wagons. They bring you the post-game show each and every week here at Buffalo Rumblings as well. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate the feedback. And as always, go Bills. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.